2: I can't wait for February 3rd. I'm going to just tell you guys, I have not been this excited in a very long time. Um, because we are doing something historic that has never been done before um, in the state of Minnesota in politics, black entrepreneurs day at the Minnesota state Capitol presented by Shaletta makes me laugh.com. My podcasting platform and production company will happen at 10.30 that morning in the Rotunda. Hundreds of African-American business owners will come together and meet with legislators who will listen about the unique concerns and challenges that we face to access, and not just money, but social capital as well. And um, I knew that this was necessary when my friend Dana Smith Um, who opened a grocery store in Hopkins, called and said she was going to have to close down her business. And neither one of us could come up with an answer for anybody who could help. And I said, you know what? Our state has $17 billion in surplus. We need to make sure somebody understands and knows that earmarking a portion of those dollars for small black business owners, would be the key to helping us not just survive but thrive. And I knew I wanted to do it. Uh, I, I had a vision for what it would look like. I prayed about it, and I asked God to send help. That's my prayer. I was like, Lord, I need somebody, but I don't know who I need. I don't know who I can call. To say, can you help me organize something like this? A strategist, somebody who is trusted at the Capitol, who's been there, who's seen it, who's done it, who is doing it, that other people trust um, with their messaging, to keep them informed and, and to have their back. I just, I just remember praying, Lord, send help. That that was a two sentence prayer. I got up, um, went about my day, feeding the kids and getting them ready for school. And Brian McDaniel's name was constantly on my heart. And I said, Lord, I have never spent more than five seconds with this man taking selfies at Almanac. Uh, I've liked his social media posts. He's like mine. We follow each other, but we're not friends. I don't know his phone number. I don't know anything about him. But I kept praying and his name kept coming to my heart. And I said, Okay, Lord, I'm gonna be obedient. I'm gonna call him. He's going to laugh at me. Um because uh he doesn't know me like that. And that was not the case. He said, Shaletta, this is an excellent idea. I'm all in. And then when I said, How much um will you charge me? I wanna pay you for your time. This is your brain matter. I'm somebody who gets paid by Brain Matter, so I understand the importance of paying people for their work. And he said, I just want to help. Mm. I just could have cried. And and I'm so glad that he is helping and getting me ready for this amazing day um, to be an asset to my community um, and the people who trust me. Um, who look like me and make history for Black History Month. He is joining me now on the show, Brian, my new BFF, what's up? It is late at night. Woo. Yes, baby. It is late. It is late I'm over fifty. So anything after eight pm. Central time is late.
0: <laughs> well, I turned fi- I turned fifty in December
2: and I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I'm sleepy, but let's get to it. Baby, okay, we're going to have to hold each other up. You know, and I remember like in college, we would stay up all night and then go to class and take a test and then go out for pizza and then go to a party and do it. And you'd be, it'd be like Thursday and you'd be like, girl, we haven't slept since the weekend. And you high five and brag about it. You know, we have slept since the weekend. It's Thursday. They'd be like, wow, y'all are so awesome. Let's go party. And then it would start all over again. You tell me I'm going to a party. Uh, Tonight, I got to sleep from 12 to 2.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, too many people are counting on us to have us not be uh, well-fed, well-rested, and drinking lots of water.
2: Yes, and we are too old to not be well-rested, well-fed, and drinking lots of water. Because, look, what you're doing at 51 is not what you... Uh, We're doing at 21. We need our rest and our vitamins. Make sure you take your vitamins because we have a huge day ahead of us. Black Entrepreneurs Day at the Capitol. I cannot thank you enough for coming on board. We're going to spend the next hour on the show. Thank you so much for being here with me, talking about that, making sure that, um, you know, we keep people informed about what is going on, what we're doing why we're doing it, um, dispel some of the misconceptions and let folks know that even though it's Black Entrepreneurs Day at the Capitol, everybody's invited, right?
0: Well, oh, for sure, because you know what—if people—and that's part of what we're doing here. You know, if if every community just relied on people who looked like them, there's not that much that's going to get done. You know maybe it worked for you know for the hundred years or so where the whole legislature uh was white but that's just not the way it is anymore and frankly the world has gotten so segmented um Mm -hmm. and so willing to protect itself and not others that um, i think something like this that is trying to be inclusive so you hear black entrepreneurs day and you think, oh, okay, here we go. It's going to be, you know, white people bad. And, th- and that, that just can't be what that is, what this is, because that's not what being an entrepreneur is about. Being an entrepreneur is having an idea and doing everything you can to make sure that it happens, that it comes to fruition. And that's exactly what what you and your friends and the people who are putting this on are trying to do, trying to tell the black community that there, are, there is help out there for them. Mm-hmm. There are programs that can give them a hand, either teach them on the front end or help them on the back end. Because, you know, it's not so much that the community always tries and fails, but they don't believe that there really are these programs that are there to help them. And with, you know, government now uh, having a much more diverse, um, you know, membership as far as elected senators and elected representatives that with, you know, almost $18 billion in surplus and a receptive audience, now is exactly the time to be doing this. And as you and I talked about, you know, this is a budget year. So yeah. if you wait till next year, the money's already gone.
2: It is not going to happen. Okay, we got to take a quick commercial break. You are going to be here with us uh, for the next hour chatting about Black Entrepreneurs Day at the Capitol and why it is not just today for Black folks. It's a day for all of us because when one of us succeeds, we all win. Uh, We're continuing our conversation with Brian McDaniel from Hilden Advocacy and Law when we come back. I'm telling you, we go together. We look like the odd couple. Uh I don't I don't care what you saw on TV, it's us. It's me, Shaletta Brundage and Brian McDaniel. Uh, because we were on Almanac together, Fox Nine News, uh, over the weekend, Twin Cities Business Magazine um on Friday, the spokesman recorder on tomorrow, talking about the black entrepreneur sphere. Uh, black Entrepreneurs Event at the State Capitol, a historic event uh, that is coming up on February 3rd in honor of Black History Month, bringing hundreds of black business owners to the Capitol to talk to lawmakers um, about our unique challenges and concerns and how they can help. And, and Brian, I just appreciate you taking this journey with me um, to put this together and then uh, educating me Along the way, because, you know, you know, you you know, a lot of times when you want to do something. Whether it's you want to learn how to swim, you want to drive an 18-wheeler, you know, you want to go snowboarding, you want to go scuba diving. Somebody has to show you how to do it. Yeah, you got a vision, but you have to know how to accomplish that goal. And you have been so kind and so gracious um, in equipping me with the tools that I need. Because like I was telling somebody the other day, yeah, I want to rock the boat, but I don't want to drown. (laughs)
0: Well, Shaletta, one of the things that, uh, that that I say is if you know everybody, you don't need to know everything. And it's not possible for me to know everything. It's not possible for you to know everything. It's not possible for elected officials to know everything. Right now we have one-third of the legislature in the Senate and in the House that is brand new, newly elected, mm. never held office uh, at the state level before. And we're going to ask them to be experts in Healthcare, education, public safety, um, health, you know everything else. There, there's just no way. So, the only way that the legislators are going to be properly educated to be able to make good decisions, and one of the things that you said that I'm just going to tell everybody from now on is, you said I shouldn't ask, I shouldn't ask you for something you can't give, and you shouldn't try to give me something that I don't want. And mm. if, if that doesn't crystallize how things go wrong at the Capitol, I don't know what is, because there are so many people up there who assume they know, or even with even with the best of intentions, even, you know, people, you know, who are of the same party or even of the same community, they assume that they know. But at the end of the day, you know our our choices are influenced by our personal you know our personal uh, journeys, and you know what what you go through is different than what I go through and what the legislators have gone through is different than we went through and it's important that the legislators hear from people in their communities, not just the people who live in their neighborhood but you know you know far beyond that about what actually helps. We have an opportunity now. $18 billion almost. And that's not, enough, that's not enough to take care of everybody's wants and needs. But you know right. what? If we make enough noise, if we make enough noise, we can become a priority and we can mm-hmm. get in line uh, in a place to get
2: help. Okay. And we talk about priority. And the one thing that I learned from you. Uh, because the first thing I wanted to do was find the group, the lobbying group, the advocate that is at the Capitol every day on a dedicated basis, um, who who represents small black business owners who are keeping. Um that group informed about what is going on, what bills are coming up, what committees are happening um you know who the new who's who's new on the finance committee that we need to be talking to? Do we need to sign up to speak at a hearing of some kind, and there is not a dedicated advocate at the capitol on a regular and routine basis, keeping black business owners updated on what's going on and one of the things that we talked about to corin the new reporter at fox 9 when we met him at hopkins over the weekend was that you know by the time black business owners find out about resources and infrastructure and forgivable loans and grants we're finding out in the newspaper or online at wccoradio.com in a news story uh, about the people who've already gotten the money. It's too late at that point.
0: Without question. And, and you know, it, it's, it's complicated. You know, one of my jobs in a former lifetime was working at the Department of Employment and Economic Development. And there are scores of programs that, that have no purpose other than to either help new businesses or existing businesses or businesses that are running into trouble. But if if they don't know that you need help and Mm -hmm. you're not letting them know that you need help, there's no way that the right people are going to get connected to the right people.
2: Mm -hmm. And and, you know, the one thing that I learned um, over the weekend as we, you know, talked and and worked to plan out this um, historic day at the Capitol is that, you know, it's, it's, it's access to capital, but it's not just money. You know, Anissa Keys, um, who founded the North Point Epicenter, where she um, rehabbed the bank and turned it into office space so that, you know, small minority owned businesses can come and, you know, have brick and mortar offices um, because otherwise they wouldn't be able to afford to, but they wanted it and needed it to grow their business. She offsets their rent and, you know, has programs in place where they can succeed and and not have to spend a bunch of money. If they went over to a regular, you know, office building, she's designed it and set it up so that these small uh, business owners can survive that first year, which is a very tough year in business um and and she was talking about access to social capital you know the phone calls that you know our white counterparts and business can make that we just don't have access to groups and organizations and 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 that kind of infrastructure and I didn't even think about it Brian until she said it because my focus was on the money I'm looking at 17 billion dollars with the b and I'm like how much of that is coming to my community I need somebody to account for this before it happens so that I'm not fussing on the back end but I didn't even think about the social capital angle of it
0: Well, and and I think that, you know, not to toot our horn, but you and I are evidencing how this can work. Because it's not always just finding the person on the next block or, you know, from your church or whomever. It's being able to expand your networks and find Mm -hmm. people who have the information that you don't have. And the more time, now, you said earlier in the program, you and I weren't. We didn't hang out before this. We, we uh-uh. would pass each other on, on, over at TPT every once in a while and, you know, you know exchange a couple of funny Facebook messages, and that, but then that was it. But, you know, you know, you and I have found that there are lots of things that uh, we can possibly do together, and that's only by conversing, by talking, because you made the outreach. You mm-hmm. said, I don't know what Brian's going to say, but I'm still going to ask. And then you liked what you heard. That's great, but we need and we need to get more of that. We need to get we need to get you know the, the people who are coming to the event on on the third you know talking to um, not only just people from the state of Minnesota but people from the Chamber of Commerce and, and other areas and get them comfortable with each other so that they can have each other's networks and yeah. and that's really just the way the world works and it needs to.
2: And, but it's hard to. Because nobody wants to come outside their comfort zone. Um, You know, meeting new people is scary. And and that's the thing. Now, you and I are talking, but you could have easily said no. Um, This is the village crazy lady. She just broke into Valerie Jerry's dressing room and stole a coffee cup that had been drank out of and a fork that has been put in somebody else's mouth. I don't want to be anywhere near her, but you—you you were open and and you listened and you thought about it and you came on board. I'm gonna ask Brian why he decided to do that and for free. When we come back, it is still talking. I'm not Geraldine Steele though. My name is Charletta Brundage. I'm filling in from a girl. Jonathan Lowe is at the Minneapolis studios of WCCO Radio, your good neighbor station. I'm in the basement, the basement studios in Cottage Grove at my home. I'm praying that my kids are asleep. I swear to God, if I wake up at 11 o'clock, go upstairs, and they are still playing, i am putting myself in foster care. I'm telling you that right now. I'm I'm not even going to put them in foster care. I'm going to look for a nice family to take me in. And speaking of family, my Facebook family is not only listening in, but they are weighing in on social media in Lynn says, I am listening to you on the radio. And that's the amazing thing, Brian McDaniel about this show is folks know that we engage in real time on social media. And so they will send messages. They will DM, they will ask questions. Um, we will engage and talk about topics that we're talking about on the radio during commercial break, um, because this show is very interactive and I really Um, Love that. And and Barry Rubin was weighing in and he said that he's so glad that we talked about the fact that this um, Black Entrepreneurs Day event that we're planning at the Capitol on February 3rd um, is for everyone because he wanted to go. Um, But he was like, I don't want to stick out like a sore thumb. And I said, no, I said, that's not possible because Brian and I are planning it. It's the black entrepreneurs day, but black <laughs> entrepreneurs can't be successful um, without allies, without partnerships from people um, outside of our community um, coming in and, and, and making a difference and being purposeful and helping us to plan. And, and that's the thing I appreciate, Brian, because you could have had easy just take my number and blow me off and call me back later. Or you could have said, you know what, I got enough going on. I don't need any new projects because this is a lot of work. But not only did you take on the opportunity to help me plan this day, but you wouldn't even let me pay you. Um, You have to talk to me about that process because we all got enough and a lot on our plates. Everybody is trying to do more with less and then you took on more, which I appreciate. I ain't trying to talk you out of it, but. I'm just trying to figure out, like, you know, why, um, why this, why now, why us?
0: Well, I mean, life is an adventure, Gilletta. And, you know, I, you know, we said earlier that we weren't exactly like friends, but I followed you enough on social media to see that where you go, <laughs> interesting things follow. So some <laughs> of it was I just kind of wanted to see <laughs> where, where were you going to take me? And uh, I can't say that uh, it hasn't been uh, an amazing uh, couple of weeks already. But frankly, I mean, I mean, the, the real thing was is this is a good idea. I mean, and it's a good idea that's coming around at the right time and being done in the right way. One of the things that you said over and over at our different media stops is this is not a protest. And there's Mm -hmm. a spot for protest, quite obviously. But what this is, is this is networking. This is trying to say, okay, government, we know that you exist to help us. There's $18 billion of the people's money, not the state's money, the people's money that's out there, and we Mm want to let you know what's the problem, and then we want to find out from you how you can help. And one of the reasons why I keep getting excited about this is, Every fall, I teach American government at uh, Concordia University in St. Paul. And every fall, I get to fall in love again with government as it's supposed to work. We all know government doesn't work the way it's supposed to. But every fall, I get to teach how it's supposed to work. And so when the legislative session starts every January, I walk into that building ready to work, and ready to make government work the way it's supposed to for the people. And then by May, when we're almost done, you know, I'm hating government again, like everybody else. <laughs> but you caught me at the right time. And, yes. uh, and you know, part of part, and, well, and part of it is, is you know, I want government to model, you know, kind of you know positive attributes to its people. I want people to look kindly upon the lobbying profession, because I think when people think about lobbyists, they think about television, and they see somebody giving a big bag of money to a legislator, which couldn't be further from the truth. But yeah, you know, I want people to know that, that yeah, the lobbyists are out there. And you might think, well, that's just for big oil or big corporations. No, any group that you can think of, from the highest of the high to the lowest of the low, they... Uh, they definitely, um, you know, have a lobbyist and we get to work on great things. I'm doing a lot of work with homelessness. I'm working mm-hmm. with, um, you know, with education groups trying to get financial literacy put into our, high schools that way when kids get out of out of school they they aren't going to fall for crypto they're, they're not going to get bad student loans they're going to know a little bit about maybe what they want to do in the business world there's all kinds of good things that we work on and this is one of those good things that i want to when i put my head on a pillow i i sleep like a baby because i get to work on stuff like this
2: well I, I just appreciate your knowledge and expertise um and how you have um been so gracious and kind and patient to help me understand the process because you don't want to go into these spaces as a black woman uh being uninformed um you know because you know a lot of eyes and ears are on you um and and you want to make sure that you are saying and doing the right thing because you're representing a group of people You know, leader is not a a title that you get because somebody gave it to you. Um, And, 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 you know, you can have all kinds of CEOs and CFOs and, and, and CIOs. But when you can get a group of hundreds of people to meet you somewhere because you promised them that they would be heard or on your word and they trust you. And then get those people who are going to be listening to also meet um, and know that you are leading with love, and they are not going to be attacked, and, and this is not a setup or a trap, and, and they feel comfortable. Um, that's leadership, and, and I want to be a good and effective leader for my community, and, and part of that is, is being a servant and doing the work. And you have allowed me to understand what work needs to be done. Um, because people were saying, Well, Shaletta, what's the ask? What's the ask? And, and I wanted to say what I said on Almanac, but but I didn't know if it was the right thing to say. Because listen, I can't tell you what the ask is if I don't know what you have. You know, if, if I'm sitting over here trying to help somebody and they say I need a million dollars, I don't have that. You know, I can give you I can give you two, three hundred dollars. Can you take that? You know, so so I need to know what you got. And then I need to tell you what I need. And then we need to meet somewhere in the middle. So so I'm not going to the Capitol with a plan to say, hey, this is, you know, we've got two, 300 small business owners, and, and this is what we need. And you need, no, I need to know what, what do you have available? How can you help? These are our unique concerns. This woman's grocery store closed. Uh, she had three employees that no longer have full-time jobs uh her children um you know now uh you know have to you know deal with their their mother uh being sad and and upset and 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 depressed because she has uh lost her her grocery store and you know and the family dynamic of that income being gone. Uh, you know, it is a it is a lot. And, and so, you know, let's talk about these challenges, these unique challenges that we face when we don't have access to stuff. Can you get us access? Can you get us some information? Can we have a designated person who keeps us informed about what is going on at the Capitol so we'll know when things happen and how they impact us and, and how we need to start moving into these spaces?
0: Well, and and that's really kind of what a lobbyist does because you know people out there are teachers or farmers or factory workers or dentists and you know what they do all day they do their job they're not hanging around the Capitol. they're not reading committee notes they don't know when the capital starts and when the capital ends they don't know that and while you know to me the capital makes a ton of sense but it's only because I'm broken in a very specific way that lets me understand what they're doing in government. And what makes me good in what makes me what makes me good at the Capitol has made me terrible at real life. But we'll that's another show, Shaletta, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that another time. But you know by you know, there there are there are more than more than more than a few ways of getting this information. You don't have to hire a lobbyist. You can join this organization or that organization and then they probably hire a lobbyist but 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 in reality you can't expect i can't expect Shaletta to know what time the commerce committee meets you know in the senate mm-hmm. and, you know i can't expect my mom and dad to know you know what they're bringing up you know in the health care committee that might affect them you know as as seniors in minnesota that's that's just not reasonable so you know, you have skills to be, able, to be able to attract people to you. You have a voice that can be used for them. So, you know, what I do is not all that different than what you're doing. You know, I'm going up there with, you know, the relationships that I have and trying to make those relationships work for other people. That's what you've done. You found me. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. now I'm trying to help. And And that's what it is. So, um, that 's kind of a long answer to a short question but but that 's really uh what 's exciting about this is because it 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 's forward thinking it 's not saying here 's all the horrible things that have happened it 's saying you know what we have you know bad things have happened, and we want to know how to make sure they don 't happen again for some businesses but it 's looking forward saying. Let's build the relationships to help us build these businesses that help build these communities and start stop getting everyone yelling at each other and get everybody what they used to say about the city of Atlanta, uh, the, the city that was too busy to hate. I don't know if that's yes, a yes. great way to things. Yes,
2: I love that. I, I think Let's we do need to
0: Let's that. do
2: our jobs, yeah. Yeah, we need to adopt that. Hold on. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back more with Brian McDaniel from Hilton Advocacy and Law. It's Black Entrepreneur's Day at the Capitol, but it is for everyone. Uh, February 3rd, Friday at 1030 in the Rotunda. Uh, I have been inspired by Nellie Stone Johnson, that great Minnesotan who said politics drives everything. For thirty years, she ran a small business Nellie's shirt and zipper shop, and then Nellie's alterations in downtown Minneapolis. She was a founder of the d f l party and the first black person elected to citywide office in Minneapolis. a legendary activist. I'm continuing that fight, and I am so glad to be fighting alongside Brian McDaniel, who is joining me now um Brian. You know, as we think about Nellie's legacy and how um, her words still resonate with us today, it just it honestly it gives me chills.
0: Well, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, I mean, politics seems gross. And if you just look at it through a lens of Trump and Hillary or Trump and Biden or, you know, what's going on with Kevin McCarthy, you know, that is pretty ugly. And I would say that mm-hmm. the state of Minnesota really does operate in a much more functional way. It's dysfunctional, you know, in its own way, of course. Mm-hmm. But if you look at what's going on at the legislature, there are so many people from underrepresented communities that have been elected to office. Uh, right now, out of the caucus leaders, so the two leaders in the Senate, the two leaders in the House of the Republicans and the Democrats, three out of those four are women if you look yeah. at who the leader of the speaker of the house is a woman DFLR. the minority leader uh, you know so the leader of the Republicans in the house is not only a woman Shletta it's a black woman
1: yeah
0: and I think that if people you know people want to want to say well government doesn't look like me and it doesn't act like me and that might be true but guess what that's changing and it's changing quickly and now is the time to engage. It's 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 a different world, and that's, you know now is the time for people to kind of make their faces and their voices seen and heard, without a doubt.
2: Yeah, and and without a doubt, we are going to empower, educate, and give folks access on Friday, February third, starting at ten thirty in the rotunda. We will engage our legislators from eleven to 12 and then from 12 to 1 we will have lunch down in the rotunda and I'm so uh, appreciative of Comcast to partner with me on this event to sponsor um, that so that I don't have to take the financial hit Uh, Minneapolis Chamber and Jonathan Weinhagen have also been so generous they're going to be donating the lunch and Dr. Verna Price um, is going to um, give out 100 copies of her new book, Power Lessons for Life, during the lunch. And she will be there to autograph them at a table right outside the vault uh, to provide to business owners. And I just have to say, I'm not even supposed to talk about this, but I'm overwhelmed at your generosity because Hilden Advocacy and Law will be giving a $1,000 grant to one of the business owners who comes to the event. Um, Because I'm hearing from these business owners, Brian, and they're saying, Shaletta, we're coming, but we got to close down our shop because we're solopreneurs. Uh, we got to stop working, but we want to be there um, to support what you are doing for us. But we're going to lose money. And, you know, we're just going to do an old-fashioned raffle. Um you know the the business owners who come are going to put their business cards or name in a bowl, and we're gonna pull one out, and you are going to gift them with a thousand dollars um so that when they come the money that they lose that day um they will get back and I so thank you for being so generous
0: well i mean what it what it shows is is that Sometimes people don't even, you know, I didn't know that that was something that you were looking to do. You brought it up, and then we were so happy to engage because, yeah, that's a great idea. And then that should be behavior that's modeled to, you know, young entrepreneurs. You know, guess what? If you don't ask, they're probably not going to find you. If you don't let them know what would be helpful, they might not even know to provide it to you. So, you know, I I I'm trying to avoid using the squeaky wheel gets the grease because it's much more positive than that. But, you know, you there's only two answers. There's yes and no. And yeah. if you don't ask, the answer will the answer will never be yes.
2: It will never be yes. It will never be yes. And and I'm so grateful that you did say yes to not only helping me plan um this historic day but also being generous um to Uh, one of the business owners who um, will be there that day, um, who will be lucky enough to win that um, $1,000 grant. Brian McDaniel with Hilton Advocacy and Law. It has been an amazing hour with you um, informing and educating me and the listeners at CCO Radio about this event, why it's so vitally important, and that is not just for one group, but it is for everyone. Thank you for joining us.
0: I'll come back anytime. Thank you.
2: All right. And thank y'all for letting me fill in for Gerald and Steele. This has been so much fun. Jonathan, you have taken such good care of me like you always do. Now, Jonathan, I asked you in the seven o'clock hour what you were wearing. And you told me you could not tell me um until the ten o'clock hour. It is the ten o'clock hour, Jonathan. Mm-hmm. What what what'd you say? I'm sorry? Uh huh. He he does this kind of stuff, y'all. You know?
0: I am saying good night to your guest. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Give me five seconds. I said, "What you got on?" I am not
0: participating in WCCO <laughs> After Dark. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am not an actor. <laughs> This lurid play that you got going on in your mind. FCC, it ain't on me. It ain't on me, F- FCC.
2: Oh, I just, I need a visual. I need my Jonathan visual. Are you wearing a cool cap today? Is it a hat? Is it a baseball? Oh, he done put the music on That's me. That's correct. Well, damn. Well, damn. Music he done, time. He done put the music on me. Closing I know up shop. What time that is. He, done, he is putting a jacket on and it's getting zipped. Wait, hold, on, Be- hold on. Hold on.
1: Click, click. There's a lock. Got to (laughs) go.
2: We do have to go. It has been an amazing time. Thank you all so much. We love you, Gerilyn. We'll be back next week for myself, Jonathan Lowe, all of the guests, Al Shock. We appreciate you being on uh, the show with us tonight. You have an amazing weekend. God bless you.